With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. G'day there, Red Legs fans. Welcome to Red Legs Radio. Thank you to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. They are simply the best. In the Telstra shop at Norwood, they know everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Well, the Norwood Footy Club is perhaps at the greatest crossroad in a decade. Three games to swim all the way to Adelaide Oval or sink to the depths of perhaps the most underwhelming season by a club in modern Sandfall history. On paper, this is the number one team in the league. In reality, they are fifth and with their destiny now in the hands of others after a really disappointing loss to Central District out at the Ponderosa last weekend. Ken Hinckley, his famous quote is, you get what you deserve in football. Miles Fitzner, you are the voice of Sandfall footy here at 1629 SENSA. What will the Norwood Football Club deserve at season end? Ah... It's a good question. I wish you'd give me a heads up. <laughs> Look, I'm disappointed. Um, I am. That's, not, that's, I, that's a really, that's a real bitter one to swallow. That one. That that's the real stinger for me for the whole year. That's that's the real stinger. Yeah, the inconsistency is head scratching, is it not? It, it, it is. Uh, there's a few things that I want to um, talk about in depth. I also want to put it out there. I think it's probably the night that hooky that we need to put it out there that. We want some supporters and we want some text tonight. We want to know what you think. And so I reckon if you're out there and you're listening, um, send us a text, 0427154166, or give us a call, 1300-736-736. You get the Blades of Barber Lounge voucher and the Sports Power voucher, but we want your opinion. Yep. We want to hear from you tonight. Have your say. Here's your opportunity on mainstream, live-to-air radio. Yep. You can make your mentions on Facebook or the yep. websites, all of those sorts of things. But here's your opportunity to have your say about the Norwood Football Club on its own radio show on mainstream radio. So gr- go your hardest. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first. A, a, f- a couple of damning things, and this is where, to me, it, look like, it looks like there's something clearly not quite right. We win the clearances 42 to 31. Yep. Inside 50s, 52 to 35. Which hasn't necessarily been a strength of ours. No. Inside 50s, we win 52. Hitouts, 44 to 20. Boulders can't do any more. And we lost possession 53 to 47% and lose the game. And that's unusual for us as well. And we, for us, to look, we normally they're, they're overuse out, them They all. are outrageous numbers by Norwood Football Club standards. It's, it's so odd. It is so odd to see that. I didn't see the game live. I was actually had to go to the races for a charity... Um, I watched it live. Yeah, and I, I didn't see it live. And it just, to me, uh, well, I, I, I can't... Look, I, I'm not sure. I, it's for, probably for the first time I've been like, you know what, I can't pinpoint something here. So we've already got some texts coming in. Feel free to uh, feel free to call. Um, one of them already talking about 
Um, just if you're going to text in and you're going to have a bit of a crack, and that's fine. I, I don't have any drama with that, but just put your name to it. I yep. think that's not unreasonable. I don't like hiding behind anonymity, and we know you've got your phone number, and that's okay. But if you want to have a crack, just put your name to it, please. I'd uh, appreciate that. But, but by all means, have a go. 166 is the text line, the phone line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We are not, the by any stretch, the experts here. We watch plenty of the Norwood Football Club, but we're interested in your opinion. I've got a couple of questions for you, Miles. What is success from here? So we're sitting in fifth. We're 4% out of the fourth position, which actually equates to about 126 points. So 20 goals we're talking. This is not insignificant. You can actually win all three games and win them all still pretty comfortably and miss the four. So my question to you, what should Jared Cotton from here to the end of the season be judging as successful? Is it win three games and then put your hands up? Is it win two? What do you think it is? I think it has to be win three games. I mean, there's no more pressure. There's no more pressure on on anyone at any point, players, coaching staff, you name it. Um, the list, yep, we've obviously um, had some injuries and we've still got injuries. And as But our list would still on paper, you could argue with anyone um, anywhere in the sample that our list is is the, the best. I think it's the number one team on paper. And we on know paper. The theory about and, paper. And, and so there's, there's I'm not, by no means am I sitting here having a crack at, at the coaching panel at all. I don't think that's a problem. I think we've probably ended up... It's that old sort of money ball. I think it's the old money ball status. I only watched that movie again mm-hmm. not that long ago where you've got a team full of stars sometimes necessarily don't quite gel. Don't quite gel. And, and sometimes you need role players and you need people to play their role and just do their role. Um, and I know that that's a cliche term that we use in football all the time and it's been said before. But what we lost from last year, this is a difference for me. What we lost last year and probably even the year before, they were role players. Jace Bode, yep. skipper, role player. Giorgio, role player. And to be Jace Bode, older player, but still created a lot of run out of defence, yep. which I think I'll give a big tick to Cam Shenton here because I think he's one of the guys who's Super. trying it. But we just haven't had that, uh, that overlap and that ability to clear a line with someone running from behind and creating and being a bit instinctive. But, see, this is where I, I'm not even at the point now where I'm pinpointing... Uh, like a specific part of the game. Mm. I'm I'm more at the point where I'm saying there's obviously a disconnect because we can go one week and click and everyone decides to do their bit. And then the next week you go out on a wide open space where you've got to work harder, um, it run harder, defend harder, and you get cut up. You beat the top side who have lost one game and then you lose to a side that have been the worst side all year um, and they come out and make you look second rate, late, especially late. And that's, that's for me, it has to be work rate or fitness in one of them because you get exposed late. I mean, that goal on three-quarter time wasn't... (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sam from Canberra has just sent a text through. Goal definitely... It was Nason who kicked it. Goal definitely kicked after the three-quarter time siren on Saturday. Turn it up, dogs. That that goal... I don't care what anybody says. It is deflating, isn't it? That goal at three-quarter time... Go and watch the replay. Slow it down. There is no way that goal was kicked. There's no way that that's this, that's the, not the why we lost the game. The quarter finishes when the umpire hears the siren, not when the yeah, siren. I sounds. know, but and, and that's just and you see the umpire, and it's a big ground. But yeah, but the umpire, you see him running in off the replay. He's actually got his hands up, as in like he had him up. He heard the siren, and his arms have gone up rather than blow the whistle. And that's the bit that I, I'm like, God, like he. 
Yeah, anyway, that's not the point. The point is for me, there's a disconnect. It's I don't think it's anything particular like run out of halfback defending because you go from one week, best we've been all year, next week all of a sudden you get cut up by a side on a bigger oval. And when you go to a bigger oval, it's about accountability and about how hard you work. And if you don't have it, then you get exposed and you lose. And that's what happened. Plenty more to discuss about last week's game and, of course, what we have to do from here to make the final four. one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the phone line. 0427-154-166 is the text line. Feel free, Norwood fans, have your say. This is your opportunity. But let's take a couple of the highlights from the game against Central District out there at Elizabeth Oval on Saturday afternoon. A long lead further up the ground there from Panos. Looks to go deep up towards attack. You ask for Tommy Pinion, he delivers on cue for you one yeah. lead, but he'll be lining up from 15 out. Comes in. And he lands that straight through the middle. That is the first goal for the Red Legs through Tommy Pinion. Fair brother, it is indeed. Takes second bounce, pops it up and towards the top of the 50. Oh, oh great mark there. <laughs> Brilliant stuff by Cole Gurloff. Now he comes in. Oh. Looks to work it back. And it does. Yeah. Game high, 21 point. There you have a couple of quick highlights. That's thank you to the Sandful Digital Pass. It was Chris Kendall uh, behind the microphone there doing a wonderful job, as he always does. Let's. Uh, we've got a couple of texts blowing in here. Brendan from Kerry Gully hit the nail on the head, missing the experience of Jace Bode. Uh, AVI season, I think that might mean all season. So that's Brendan from Kerry Gully there. Reckons experience is lucky. That's It's not an inexperienced team, though. No, 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 no. But it, you're missing people. It's not necessarily experience. It's role players. Like Brady Dorr, you know, I, I was quick to jump on Brady Dorr too, Ford, but Brady played a role. Alex Giorgio, there were games where he was a bit quieter, but Giorgio played a role. They knew. Guys like Ed Smart had have a quiet game, Ed Smart, but then he knew where he had to be and what he had to do to play a role. And, and it comes down, to me, I think it comes down to role players because they're not being – you can't – I don't think you can have any go at the coach here at all. I don't think you can because you can't go from one week to the other. Sure. That's got nothing to do – Cotton doesn't go and change the game plan one week to another. We've just gone belt the Eagles and then go and get touched up by Centrals. That doesn't happen with a coaching thing. If you're out there and you want to disagree with me, call in. I'm happy to go with you. It's not a coaching thing, this. This is about players being accountable and playing their role. And it's hard. It's hard with COVID. And I know it's been a hard season. But the sides that are doing it well in the AFL and in the sample, they're not star-studded lists, not necessarily the best list, but the Eagles, brutal preseason, 50K weeks, know their role, well-drilled, Jay Sheedy. All they're doing, they don't have a star-studded lineup. Everyone's doing their job. Uh, my question to you. Are we the skillful team that we think we are? We play a high-skill brand of football, hit targets, care with the ball, and I don't mind any of that, but do we need to be a little bit more uh, random in the way we play? So get it get it forward, uh, just try and create some field position and back the next bloke to win the one-on-one -on -one contest rather than trying to spot up an obvious target. Uh, look, it's been... It's been a topic of conversation of for Norwood for some time. I'm only asking the question. I yeah. don't know the answer. No, and, 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 and neither... I don't, this is just to jump in here. I don't think it's my place to be stepping in and saying I think Jared Cotton should be doing this, this, and this instead of that, that, and that. I mean, I'm no expert in the tactics of football, but I just look at the basics and say, gee, there are some times I'd like us just to say, you know what, Mitch Grigg at half forward or uh, 
Ramsey Wilson in at full forward. Just get it into him quick and let, let's see how he goes one-on-one. Now, it might not be to his advantage when the ball's coming in, but just back him one-on-one. Cool. We've got another text in here. And this one, look, I don't mind this at all because I was going to bring it up. Norwood keeps spending big on big-name recruits year in, year out and don't give Norwood Juniors a decent crack like Olsen, who won the game off his own boot. Kicked in, three and two in the last yep, quarter. In brackets, karma, and gave one off in the last quarter too. Cheers, Andrew from Redwood Park. Andrew, you Hard are... to argue. It, you're absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Because Olsen was super. Yep. Absolutely super. And there, there have been um, kids that are prepared to come in and play their role and haven't been had opportunity. Yes, we've had big-name recruits, but that's where the pressure's got to go back on the recruits to actually deliver to. And a couple of the kids who have come in have looked okay. I thought Fairbrother has been good in his uh, first couple of weeks he's, for the team. He's so been very good. There are some guys who are doing a little bit. Before we go any further, we are going to take the votes for the People's Choice Credit Union People's Choice Award. Uh, the votes from the weekend, there was only 57 lodged. Uh, there were two lots of 20. They went to Cameron Shenton and Will Abbott. And then from there, Sammy Balderstone with five, Richard Douglas with three, Matthew Panos. We're going to have to talk about him as well because that is a tragedy. His loss, Tom Pinion uh, and Matt Panos on two. Rokar on four that I missed out there. Douglas, I think I had on three, and Brad McKenzie on one. Uh, so that brings us to the People's Choice Credit Union leaderboard. Sam Balderstone way out in front on 271. Give him the award now. Uh, Will Abbott, 116. Mitch Grigg, 100. Zach Richards, 96. Cam Shenton, 83. And we can uh, worry about uh, the last lot from there. Just on that list, yep. that's, I think that's pretty reasonable if you look at those players across the top of that list. Will Abbott's a bit high for me. Well, yeah, but I think he's been good. I think probably Brad McKenzie's a bit low um, and Will Abbott's a bit high. But that's that's pretty. Like, that's a pretty accurate sort of list. You know, Gerloff's missed a lot, miss him a lot. I'd have Richard Douglas a little bit higher. I think he's been pretty important. Yeah, but just the names. The but the names in general on that list. Another, no, I'm going to read this out. Uh, thanks for putting your name to it. This is from Lou or Louise Cotton can't coach. Well, I disagree with you, Lou, um, wholeheartedly. I, I don't. It's got nothing to do I'll with give, that. I'll give Lou credit because he was the one I called out before. If I'm going to read your text out, you put your name to it, and he's come back to us. So good well on done, you, Lou. Lou. And if you want to ring up Lou and have a chat, I'm more than happy to take your call and talk to you about why it's not the coach. I disagree with him as well, but I tell you what, Lou is not alone in that thought. There are a lot of Norwood fans who are in despair about uh, Jared Cotton as coach of the Footy Club. Well, absolutely, but that's why we want to hear from you because it's all well and good to sit behind you your keyboards and have a crack. And we, we want to hear from you because we're happy to talk it out. We're, we don't have a theory either, but you know, we front up here every week and the opinions are our own, of course. Yep. And um, But I, I'm not having a crack at the coaching panel at all. I'm, I'm, And, you know, some of these boys are... They're, like, they're good mates of mine. Of course. And I'll go and have a beer with them and play golf with them and all this sort of stuff. And I'm, I'll am i be fair to say that blokes that aren't playing their role. They're going at a cylinder and a half at the moment. At one 736 736 0427 Miles Fitzner, now it's time for the teams. Motors. <laughs> Motors. Yes, the teams every week. Wow. Hang on, hang on. We're not just going. We're not just skipping straight over that. What is this? You didn't warn me. I haven't heard any of these. 
Paradox Motors. The amount of work that oh. goes into the stings for this football club is above and beyond. Thanks to Paradise Motors, here is the team, the Norwood Footy Club, taking on the Double Blues tomorrow night at Cooper's Stadium. Across the fullback line, Fairbrother, Ball and Rokar. Halfbacks, Wilkins, McKenzie, Ira. Centre line, Barry, Bastinac, Saywell. Half forwards, Nunn, Pinion, Douglas. The full forward line is Gerloff Shenton. That'll be interesting to see if that actually comes true. And Luke Sermon back into the side. Followers, Balderstone, Greg Abbott. Interchange bench, extended, of course. Spence, Ellison, Wilson, Barnett, Hurd, Bampton, Carroll. Uh, so there are three in... I beg your pardon, there's about five ins to the side. We, we know there's two definite outs. That Matt Panos with the ACL injury, which is very, very disappointing, and Collins goes out with a hamstring. Uh, Carroll, Sermon, Spence, Hurd... And Barnett all on the list. And that means that Jack Hurd and Sam Barnett, if they are into the final 21, then they will uh, make their uh, debut for the football club, of course. we got a call. Let's take it. We've got a call, and it's a regular, and uh, it's Fester. Now, Fester, when we just get him on the line, I'm going to pull him through. It's a pre-warning, Fester, when we get him, get you on. Remember, we're on live radio too. Welcome to Redlegs Radio, Fester. Okay, I'm not fester tonight. Tonight I'm Craig Paik, disgruntled Craig, Norwood g'day. member. All right, Craig, just remember we're on live radio, Craig, and I don't know where the dump button is, so let's be careful here, all right? <laughs> here you go. What do you got you to say? You, don't need, you, you won't need to dump me because this is cold, hard, calculated facts from a man who is hurting immensely. We are not a football club at the moment. We are a corporation. We only, and when I say we, I mean the raw we, we only care that Stephen Marshall is our friend. We only care where the red wine is. We only care that the Wolf Blast Centre is being built. We only care that we can recruit big-name AFL players. We don't care about developing our people. We don't care about our members. We don't care that people are hurting. And let me tell you something. I buy seven memberships a year. Every year. I'm a 51-year member. I haven't missed a game at Norlover in 46 seasons. 46 seasons. It hurts me. I'm not trying to be a big hero saying, when I want to bag the coach, I don't want to bag the coach. I want to love the coach. I want a flag. But Gerald Cotton, you say he can't coach. Uh, You say he can coach. I say he can't coach the style of game plan he wants us to play. I say he's responsible for picking players. I say, I say, and I spent this year, seven memberships, over six grand on the Fordis and Priscilla merchandise. So anyone comes to me not being a, a good supporter, go and get stuffed. I'm telling you now that the people are hurting. The people are hurting. Craig, we can, don't get no answers. Can, can I, I'll have a conversation with you here because I'm, I'm happy to talk about this. Then I understand with the coaching and your frustration, right? But what I'm trying to explain is the difference between last week and this week. And the, I'm arguing that that's not a coach. Last week from to beat the Eagles, and then this week to lose the Centrals is not the coach. That can't okay. be the coach. Who se- I- okay. Who selects the team? Well, because we've got fat, pattern. unfit players. We've got about we've got about nine players in this team who look like they want to be there. We've got players out of position who, who are being made to look stupid by a coach who has not changed the game plan that lost us the unlosable grand final in 2018. Yeah, what, Fester, Am I correct or am I wrong? Yeah, no, 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 you are correct. And Fester, we've got... Look, I fully understand what you're saying here, but what I'm saying is is uh, that's more the players. You pick the side of players out of position. We get it done last week, we pat him all on the back. Then this week we lose, and all of a sudden he can't no, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. 
Hang on, you all pat him on the back. Ask the general supporter. Get out among the people because you know what? You know what else makes me sick? And this is a challenge to other Red Leg supporters. I put myself out there. I'm ostracised from the club. People at the club think I'm a loudmouth idiot. I never played league football. What hurts? You, people need to understand that it hurts. Now, I know, and have you heard the rumour, that two of our major sponsors have asked how much it is to pay out Jared Cotton's contract. No. Let's be honest. If we're talking honest about the future Norwood Football Club, let's be honest. I haven't had that conversation with anyone. No, it's, we're, not, we're not privy to that, Craig, so we're, that's where we're at. But, Craig, we appreciate your call and appreciate your enthusiasm, mate, and it's a $20 sports power voucher. There's also a Blades of Barber Lounge voucher, but I'm not sure whether or not um, of that festival. We'll talk to you again soon, mate. Thank you. Hey, we've got a massive show coming up, and we do need to get to a break. On the other side, we'll be catching up with Greg Champion. And a, bit, a little bit later on in the evening as well, we'll be chatting to Luke Jericho. So please feel free. Send through your texts, 1427 154 166. Send through your phone calls, 1300 736 736. We're off to a break. Climate, air conditioning, and solar. SA's biggest stake and dealer and proud sponsor of the Red Legs and the Telstra shop at Norwood and phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red yeah, thanks for tuning in to Red Legs Radio. Thank you to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best in the Telstra shop at Norwood. They know everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Plenty of feeling here in the studio and plenty of feeling amongst the Norwood fans as well. Very disappointed after the loss last week to Central District that has us in the situation now that we need to win three from three and do a little bit of crossing of fingers as well. We can't afford South Adelaide to win two have and you, uh, get away with uh, holding on to their percentage have as you well. done the? Have you actually done the full maths? I, yeah, done, I, I didn't want to do it. Here we I go. I couldn't do it. South Adelaide play West Adelaide this Friday night. I think that's a night game at uh, Richmond Oval, which has a sponsor name now, but yep. in my day it was Richmond Oval. South will win that, okay? So let's just give them a tick there. Then uh, we play South Adelaide down there in the second last round, and we need to win, and we need to win that comfortably. In the last round, South Adelaide are also home and they play North Adelaide. So technically South could lose two of their last three and we can win We can win two. We could actually lose tomorrow night and still win our last two and actually go through. But the, the big issue is this. We, we've got 22 goals of percentage to make up. That is the big challenge. If we only win the same amount of games as South... That we, we've got to find 20 goals, and that's the big question mark that I probably can't answer for Norwood so right the Bays, now. How the, you make the, Bays that aren't, the Bays aren't a side that we need, but we can't get them on 14. That's think, not the issue. I, I think the Bays right now, they're two games ahead of us and they're too far away. So it's really just South Adelaide and Norwood, and I guess to a lesser extent Sturt fighting for the last spot. But Sturt have got a terrible run home compared to the other two teams. So I really reckon it's between South and Norwood. And it's the 21 goals of percentage that Norwood are going to have to find somewhere. Yeah, so Glenelg have got Sturt, the Eagles and the Bulldogs. And they'd have to really lose. They'd have to lose three of those and we'd have to win three to then to be equal. Yeah. Uh, no, to be one ahead. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't quite listening to what yep. you're talking about, but yeah, that sounds uh, <laughs> normal. Right. right, let's move on because uh, it's the favourite part of uh, the Thursday night here in the studio. He is Greg. Oh, God.
Greg. He is Greg. Uh, wow. Greg okay. Champion. Wow. That is why I write a few songs for you and I refuse to sing them. Welcome back to Red Legs Radio. Uh, hello, thank you. Yeah, I didn't get to hear that. I don't get to hear that, what happened in that gap. Oh, oh well, you haven't missed a whole lot, if do... I'm being brutally honest. That was uh, me just, uh, me working with Freddie Mercury. Okay, do, well... Do you, want to, do you want to hear a quick little bit of it now? <laughs> here, here, this is it, champs. ฮะเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้
that the red legs sneak a final spot. Though it's possible mathematically, let's be honest, we're dead set long shots. If Glenel plunges into the ocean and North gets eaten by Enfield and South falls in a sinkhole in Morfolk Vale, then the red legs could still seal the deal. If everyone at North pops a hammy and the Eagles boys all catch the flu, if the good old legs players can kick it straight, then our finals dreams may still come true. Oh, well done. <laughs> Rudy do. Yeah, the old Rudy do at the end. The old Rudy doody. Champs. A couple of these go round in my head, and I think, oh, that's pretty average. And then you perform it, and it's always. Sensational. We're going to get you to go. Did you just call your own written song sensational? Like, Chances performance. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought I, you'd just take tickets on yourself. Champs, uh, one to take us out, please. Of course, uh, the Eagles and North uh, played each other on Sunday afternoon. The Eagles getting up over the line. It asserts their spot at the top of the table. It was a different result a couple of years ago for a famous preliminary final between these two teams, which I think you wrote a song about some time back, and I'll just lean on you to re-perform that one for us. I rediscovered it by accident this week in looking through stuff for the uh, the other show I do, and uh, I realised that I'd sung about this on air in Victoria. Here we go. Jono kicked a Robbo <laughs> and a song written by a notable South Australian too, by the way. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 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 not the lyrics. <laughs> and he wouldn't approve of this, I can tell you that. No. Jono kicked to Rubbo, on to Davo, then blue, then to Bluey. Before you knew it, they stuck it on Slug's chest. Slug had passed a shagger, then to Buffhead, then to Snake, and who handballed a Nobby, and the ferret did the rest. <laughs> the game was in the balance, a tense sandfall prelim. North were hot, and for Woodville West Torrensic looked grim. The Roosters had blokes everywhere. Confusion reigned supreme. Cause the Roosters were playing 19. And Dicko spoiled and Dutchy tapped to Coco. Then there was a sold the dummy and Fatty took the grab. Bazza linked with Gaz and then from nowhere Chook swooped on a loose one and brought up two white flags. The Woodville Torrens Eagles, they were tearing out their hair just for that five minutes. North had blokes everywhere. And then slowly the truth dawned that things weren't all they seemed because the roosters were playing 19 and then you got a hum Rudy Doody Doo <laughs> <laughs> the old Rudy Doody Doo uh, uh, Champs Magnificent always a pleasure to have your contribution to the show I was actually speaking to a bloke uh, on the way in this afternoon he said oh listen every week only listen for Champs not bothered about you and me, Miles. Only interested in champs. I'll be in the, the bo- footy club songs. I'll be at the bottom of that rung. Uh, we'll catch <laughs> you again next week, champs.
Thank you. See you later, folks. Hey, mate. Greg Champion there. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, SA's biggest steak and dealer and proud sponsor of the Red Legs and the Telstra Shop at Norwood. Phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. You can visit their friendly experts today. Luke Jericho to join us very shortly. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Every heartbeat's true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you. Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Thanks for joining us here at Redlegs Radio. Thank you to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, simply the best, and the Telstra Shop at Nord. Now everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. My name is Ben Hook. My co-host is the voice of 1629 Sandful Footy, oh. Miles Fitzner, and you are the Redlegs fans who are out in force, upset with the way the team is going. We've got a text here from Rod I will share with you, which says, uh, Craig or Fester is right. The general consensus in the outer is Cotton is not good and most want him out. I'm, this is from Rod. I'm still unsure. I think it is too bad, but needs to... I, I think you mean... I don't think it is too bad, but needs to be way more direct. Cotton changed our game plan against Central at Coopers earlier this year, and at work, need a key defender, intercept marker. Talia is not the answer, even when healthy. Enjoy your night. That's from Rod. What do you think, Miles? Um, I like Talia as I a player. Why? Yeah, yeah, and I like, we've missed him. We, I, I like Talia as a player. He's not a known... Like, he's not that intercept marker, but he plays deep. He's the deep one-on-one he defender. Up McKenzie, and, and then he frees up McKenzie, and then Shenton, it's a roll-on effect. So yeah. I like Talia in that structure a lot. Mm. Um, um, that's when you can get someone to come in as an intercept market. It's probably maybe, you know, lack of experience for, you know, young Campbell. We had him in here in the studio and like him a lot, but then he goes and plays on Butch and the big Butch kicks five and, you know, no good. So Time anyway. to head back in time and uh, reminisce about uh, one of the guns of the early guns. Uh, 2010s for the footy club, of course, played uh, with the Crows uh, with aplomb as well. Premiership player for the Norwood Football Club in 2012, Luke Jericho. Welcome to Redlegs Radio. Thanks for having me, fellas. Luke, um, you're keeping an eye on how the legs are tracking? A uh, little bit, yeah. So uh, follow uh, the club on most of the, the socials. Haven't um, haven't watched any games other than the uh, the replays that they were showing earlier in the year through uh, the original lockdowns. But um, uh, keeping a bit of a, an eye on uh, how the boys are going. Uh, doesn't uh, uh, your last little text in there is probably uh, sounds like they're a little bit upset. But pick picked a good night to be on, Jezza. <laughs> yeah. Hey, mate, last right. game for the club, the flag in 2012. Tell us a bit about that um, and uh, and what it was like with the flag in 2012. And that, I think that was your last game of sort of like professional football, wasn't it? Sample football and uh, was that the finish uh, of it? Yeah, pretty much. I, I played one year uh, up here in Sydney uh, with the, the East Coast Eagles in the, the NEFL. Um, but, yeah, I, I look back on the, the 2012 grand final as the, the last of the... Sort of main main career, um, yeah, pretty amazing time, amazing amazing group of guys, um, and I think for me it's you know it's definitely the, the time in football that I look back on the, the fondest. So um, you know when that it's hard to explain, but you know when that that final siren goes, uh, just the the, the the happiness and uh, you know being able to celebrate it with the the boys and um, you know everything that happens over the week after that with uh, you know the Tuesday chimney ceremony and and all of that it's um, yeah it's a really great time. I know you're a big fan of celebrations, but uh, we're saying the premiership was a highlight. <laughs> was another highlight kicking four against the Bombers for the Crows in one of your 33 games? Because I know you've reminded me about that on numerous occasions. <laughs> Uh, well, I have to, uh, yeah, I have to uh, highlight the, the good ones because there was uh, a couple of shockers in there as well. So, um, 
yeah, you've got to pick the good ones, mate. I do recall uh, Dean Brogan uh, took took more player took than the ball. Out the uh, yeah, yeah, I was sitting at Front Row Football Park for uh, for that one. What are your recollections of those days? I reckon you would have probably felt it at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it felt like getting hit by a truck, but. Um, Nah, look, it was uh, legal at the time, I guess, borderline. But, um, yeah, that was uh, probably one of the, the times that I look back on as a, you know, def- well, not defining in terms of, you know, change the way or the direction of the career, but certainly a pretty big uh, thing that happened in the career and, and something I certainly won't forget. We'll turn, for sure. this, we'll turn this back to Norwood Footy Club very shortly, but what were showdowns like playing in? I mean, they're, they're exceptional things to sit in as a member of the crowd, but what are they like to play in? Uh, there's nothing like it. It's, uh, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what, obviously, what the feeling's like when you walk out onto Adelaide Oval and I've been to a couple of games there with the, the crowd and the atmosphere is fantastic. But, you know, walking down the race for a night game uh, at Woody Park there, um, you know, as a, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old, it's, it's an amazing feeling. The showdowns are a step up. Um, unfortunately, I never got to play a, a final, but I assume that that's the sort of the level and the heat that's on. Um, in finals, and um, you know, I think particularly early on uh, when I was starting out at Adelaide, it was a bit of a turning point. Port had the wood on us for quite a few years, and um, was lucky enough to play okay in, in one of the early ones. Um, and I think uh, they don't do it anymore, but they had the heritage round um, was a, a couple of the games as well. I was lucky enough to play in one of them. So yeah, it's, a, it's obviously a, a special time. Jezza, back to Norwood. Now, you had there's a few indiscretions that we need to go through. You had a good relationship with Bass, but you're also notorious for one of the in- instances was you were um, you're upset that you had to play on a on a long weekend, the Queen's birthday <laughs> long weekend, and Bass might have sent you a message on Twitter saying it was HTFU, which for those of you at home know what that means. You had a good relationship with Bass. Tell us a little bit about Bass and your memories, and also actually your memories of Bass. But tell us also about the tackle uh, the tackle ticker. <laughs> Uh, with Kieran McGuinness. Yeah. Well, it was, um, I guess, coming, so obviously with that Westie to start with and then came over to Norwood and certainly everyone at Norwood made me feel super welcome. Um, took a year off just to, you know, have a year away from footy. I was sort of getting a bit, bit drained and, um, you know, wasn't really playing for the love of it anymore. And, and that's, you know, when you're growing up, you play footy for the love of it, right? So, um then uh, I was went and worked for, for Lion Nathan, who you know owned West End. I was lucky enough to go to the uh, 2010 Grand Final, and that was where you know the, the fire really started burning. And um, you know I kept in contact with Freddie um, between him and, and, and Bungie, who ended up being a coach at Norwood as well. Um, you know they were two of the sort of mentors that had been allocated to me when I was at Adelaide, and always had an awesome relationship with them. Um, so you know for when when Freddie. Had uh, you know got, that we got as far as we did in in, in 2010, um, you know the, the fire in the belly started, uh, you know um, igniting a little bit and, and come back. Obviously we, we missed out in 2011, but um, yeah, just sort of having having that relationship with with the coach is um, you know it's really important. I think um, you know I look back now and, and sort of being more in in you know corporate employment, it you know how good your relationship with your your boss. Um, and in football, it's no different, right? Well, so I've noticed really you, relationship. Yeah. Jez, I've noticed you've 
you've gone over the tackle ticket, and that was the count that Bass used to have because <laughs> you and Kieran McGuinness weren't noted. You've just skimmed over that. You weren't noted for laying many tackles. Yeah. I think there Look, might have been three. Everyone's different. Three yeah. between you for the year. <laughs> the other one I want to talk about now. And you probably know where I got it from, but the game where you did your shoulder, and we know that your mum used to look after you a bit, but you did your shoulder, you're on the bench, it was televised, and you're sitting down on the bench, and your mum brought you down a sausage roll, and you were actually on the TV, is that right, on the camera, sitting there mugging on a sausage roll with your arm in a sling? Um, well, the camera doesn't lie. Does it? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> nah, so basically... Uh... Mum had gone over the road, got some uh, panadine forts for the, the shoulder, come back, said you can't have it on an empty stomach, you want something from the uh, the canteen? So uh, sausage roll it was, come back, a little bit of sauce on top, and uh, next thing you know, it's Mug on the Monday, TV. Uh, Monday review session and Freddie's uh, rewinding it about 15 times to go back over it. So. Hey, Jez, last quick one because we're running out of time, mate. You're, um, you're living in Sydney now, engaged this year to the beautiful Marcy. Um, life going well for you, obviously. We're, we're running out of time a little bit, but going well and, and yeah. try to keep in touch with the boys here still. Yeah, yeah, it's going well. Um, you know, career and all that's going well. Don't get back to Adelaide, unfortunately enough. Um, so, you know, still catch up with a few of the boys like Bodie, Cash, Fife. Obviously, in a group chat with you, and that's uh, got Mesa and, and Evo, the old uh, Nord boys in there. But yeah, unfortunately for me, it's sort of when I get back to Adelaide, I spend most of the time with the family and you know, might have a coffee here and there. But um, yeah, I just definitely just don't get back enough um, to sort of spread the love enough around uh, with the old the Nord boys, unfortunately. Luke, uh, great to hear your voice. So great to hear that you still have such wonderful, fond memories of the Norwood Football Club. We really appreciate your time on Red Legs Radio. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Luke Jericho there, the star of the 2012 Premiership team, of course, been a great footballer Super bloke. Uh, for a, a, more than a decade. You wouldn't meet a better bloke than Luke Jericho. He is one of the great all-time fellas, Luke Jericho. Great to chat to him. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Thank you to the Telstra shop at Norwood. You are listening to Redlegs Radio. Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Deep in the final term here at Redlegs Radio, thank you to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar and the Telstra shop at Nord. We take on the Double Blues at Cooper Stadium, 7.40 tomorrow night. I've got a couple of things I just want to clear the deck with very quickly. All the very best to Matthew Panos. Uh, just yeah, absolutely devastating absolutely. that the skipper's gone down with a knee injury. We wish him all the very best and hope to see him back towards the end of next year. A big love to Ian Callanan as well. As Sandful fans and, uh, you know, what he's done for South Australian football, we wish him all the very best in his recovery. And I note that a really good club sponsor, Tony Coppins, his mother passed away recently, so all the best to Kangaroo Tony. Island Safari as, Cruises. Exactly, yeah. Real legend of a bloke, Tony Coppins, so we wish all the best to him. Uh, it is time to play Sandful Stock Market. For Findex Financial Services, now it's time for the Sandful Stock Market. Money, money, money. That's a little bit of... Uh, that's, a bit, that's Morgan. Yeah, yeah that's Morgan, Morgan out of the office. Doing a little bit of uh, extra oh, voiceover work star. for us. There's a Blaze the Barber Lounge voucher in there for you, I reckon, uh, Morgan. Good on you. She's an absolute star doing a bit of work for us here in the studio at the moment. Yet yeah, The Dow Jones, you can play that. You can play the All Ordinaries, but we play the Sandful Stock Market here thanks to Findex Financial Services. I'm going to be really quick here, Miles. I'm buying South Adelaide. 
Oh, I reckon they are going to be very, leggies. very difficult. I'm very concerned that they're going to have a big win over West Adelaide and make the percentage gap almost insurmountable. I'll work it out next week because I think South can actually lose their last two, even though they're at home, and that might be the way we backdoor in. I still don't rate them. I'm against you there. Okay, well, there you are. Well, yep. I'm buying South. I'm going to sell the double blues. I reckon they get knocked over tomorrow night by yep. us, and I reckon that will put their finals chances paid for the year. And I'm going to hold on to Norwood. I just feel like I'm not prepared to sell my stake in them yet, and I reckon there could be a big bounce up if things go according to plan in the next fortnight. Well, let's... Well, funny that. I'm holding Norwood too. So it's not all doom and gloom because I think if they can sneak in, they can do damage. Watch a click and yep. come. They've still got... The list is too good. It's too good. And I think the coaching panel, too good, too much experience. And Cots, it, yeah, love the, Cots. The last, three, the last three games, I just think there is... There's the sort of team that'll just come out and win them all and win them all comfortably. Yeah, and then sneak in and then win two and all of a sudden we go, what were we talking about? Like, it can be done. How, how big is that South-North game last oh, round of the year? What a massive game that's going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling that game too. Yeah. I've got Sturt-North, South-North to finish. I'm, so I'm holding Norwood, same yep. as you. I've got to sell Matty Panos because he's of no value to me in my, in my little... Well, he's, so, he's, unfortunately, his price plummeted. Oh, I know, but I've got to get rid of him. I may as well get rid of him. Oh, tragedy is a terrible word to use in footy, but I it is a footballing tragedy that he's is. going to miss uh, as much football as he is at, his, at the stage of his career. I'm buying Cole Gerloff. He's come back from the injury. He's you're, been, you're a fan, aren't you? Yeah, oh, but no, well, just it, I reckon I'll buy him because I reckon he's a sneaky chance. If he puts three games together here towards the end of the year and maybe a final series. Here's a sneaky chance to go. That was the Sample Stock Market. We're off to the footy tomorrow night. It is against Sturt at Cooper Stadium. And then, of course, Eagles-Glenelg is the broadcast game. See you at the footy. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.